If you've clicked on this, you're listening for a reason. Turn off the distractions around you and let God speak to you words of reassurance and guidance. Are you ready to tune in? Hello everyone and welcome to the 11th episode of Seeds of Faith. I am really excited to be here with you today and I'm here with a very special guest who will introduce herself in a minute. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about envy, we're talking about prayer purposes, and we're talking about managing blessings. But before we do all of this, I want to introduce you to my very special friend, Caitlin. Thank you, Francesca. Um, yeah, my mm-hmm. name is Caitlin. Um, I met Francesca a couple years ago uh, in Southampton um, at the university here. So I'm currently living in Southampton in the south of England, um, uh, originally from the United States, from New Hampshire. And I'm working as a missionary with Focus, um, which is just a, a lay missionary organization that goes to different university campuses and invests and reaches out to students there, inviting them into a relationship with God. And um, I'm so blessed to be doing the work that I'm doing and to be a guest on this podcast today. So thank you. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I'm really happy to have you here uh, today. And I want to start this episode by sharing um, a story with you guys. so about seven years ago, I just uh, got baptized and my pastor told me, Francesca, you're going to serve the Lord by singing. And I said to him, what, me? But like, <laughs> I sing in the shower, that's about it. I, I don't have all those skills to be serving God that way. He said, no, I believe in you. You have a good voice. You can go and sing. So I said, all right. and. Um, I had a best friend at the time and I was telling her how I was a bit nervous about singing in the church, honestly, because I had never done it before and um, I didn't feel like I was skilled enough to do that. And uh, on on one Sunday morning, um, people were free to share the hymns that they wanted to sing and I was sitting there alone singing on on that day. And someone uh, said, well, let's sing this hymn. And that was the toughest hymn in the whole book. Nobody ever wanted to sing that hymn because it was so difficult. It was called With a Thousand Voices and I was only one voice. So you could imagine um, how much of a struggle it was and um, just guess who wanted to sing that hymn. It was my best friend. Um, Yeah, it was my best friend who said let's sing this hymn and uh, I felt just a little bit betrayed and um, disappointed. We had a very nice friendship and um, I was telling her that I was very nervous about um, sitting there on that morning and she didn't share the nicest hymn with me. So I felt a little bit betrayed and then um, some people from my church were telling me that the reason why she did that was because she was envious of me and I thought, why, why would she envy me? Um, I don't understand. My singing skills aren't that great. So there is nothing, you know, so special about my singing. And 
maybe you are the object of envy by someone who um, has exactly what you long for but how because envy comes from an interior lack from uh, the fear of underachieving and being left out and the story of Hannah and Penina tells us this because it doesn't matter how many children Penina had she was still always feeling inferior to Hannah because she had something that she could have never had and Anna was uh, an amazing woman a prayerful woman a humble person uh, yes so people will envy you for who you are not for what you have what you have is just a consequence of who you are it comes on a second place and they don't envy you because you own a nice car they envy you because how could she get that car they envy you because you have a nice job no they envy you because why did she get that job and i couldn't get it do you understand it was never about the car it was never about the job it was about you it was about who you are and how much you can do with what you are it's about the light you fill the room with it's about your bright personality it's about your intelligence your your wisdom your happiness it makes others doubt themselves thinking that they are at a lower level and because they don't know how to reach your level they may say bad things about you or they may do bad actions towards you disrespect you insult you in some way and for those who don't know the story of uh, Hannah yet i would like Katrin to um just quickly summarize the story for us and we can all find that in um in the book of Samuel so first Samuel chapters 1 and 2 If you want to open your Bibles and follow us in in um, the story, please feel free to do that. Meanwhile, uh, Catherine will just quickly summarize the story of Hannah. Yeah, so a brief summary of of Hannah's story is um, Hannah uh, was one of the wives of um, a man named Elkanah. Elkanah had two wives, Peninnah and Hannah, who, um, who Francesca referenced earlier. And the difference between Peninnah and Hannah and Hannah was that Peninnah had children and Hannah did not. And Peninnah um really provoked and irritated Hannah a lot. Um yeah, from this envy that she felt towards her and, and was constantly making fun of Hannah for not having children. Mm-hmm. So Hannah um took took this pain she was experiencing she brought it to the lord in deep in a deep moment of prayer and asked him for a child um and she promised lord if you give me this child i will give him back to you and sure enough the lord listens to hannah and granted her request in prayer and gave her this child that she had prayed for and longed for um she named her child samuel which is how we have the book of samuel here And after Samuel was born, Hannah then gave this gift that God had given her. He gave she gave the gift of Samuel right back to God. Um and she's just a beautiful example of um yeah, really coming to God in moments of vulnerability and in giving that gift straight back to the Lord. I love it because Anna had it very clear that the Lord is the one who gives and takes away. Um 
And what are the verses, Caitlin, that really stood out to you by reading the first chapter of Samuel? Yeah, when I read the first chapter, I was really struck um, by verse 10. Uh, it says, In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And um, I was just, yeah, really struck by Hannah's vulnerability and her honesty with God in prayer. And um, yeah, just that moment. I was just picturing her just, you know, maybe on her knees, just weeping, begging the Lord um, to be with her in this deep anguish. And it, it took me actually right to um, just thinking about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane before his passion with his disciples. When he was in that, when he was deeply distressed, he prayed all the more. He invited his disciples to, to remain with him. And I think that really is is our model of prayer and how we how we're really called to enter into prayer and to just complete um, vulnerability with God and r real honesty with Him. And shortly after verse 10, um, you know, after Eli kind of asks Hannah, you know, because he sees how distressed she is in, in prayer. And Hannah says in verse 15, she says, I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. And wow. I, yeah, I was just really struck by that, you know, reflecting on when I pray, can I say that I'm pouring out my soul to the Lord? Um, mm -hmm. And you know, what are those things that hold me back from that? Is it is it trust? Is it love? What is it? Um, but yeah, I just thought that was a beautiful, beautiful image and an example of, of what it really means to, to enter into true, honest prayer with God, who is our Father, who loves us, you know? Yes, absolutely. I love that verse also because it just makes me think about how honest and how really Hannah needed that prayer. I mean, she had an open heart. She had a, a tears in her eyes, a heart filled with love and a heart filled with pain also from all the insults that she had received from from Penina. Um, and, and I love that especially because I think about myself and when do I really open my heart to God in that way. Like you said, Caitlin, when do we do that? And especially why do we do that, right? Mm. Do we do it for ourselves or maybe do we do it for others? Yeah, I totally can, um, t can identify with that. And um, I was, yeah, that kind of leads me to the next thing that, that struck me was um, that Hannah, you know, she, she then turns to, to pray to the Lord for the gift of a child, but she doesn't do it as a way to escape the the provoking and the irritation from Panina. She, mm. she does it for the pure gift of this child that she sees from God. Um, and just like that, that purity of her intention in what she asks for in prayer. And it was just making me think of, you know, different, different things maybe that I pray for, whether it be maybe a material thing or, or a spiritual thing, like a virtue or a specific habit I'm trying to build. Am I praying for, um, you know, the gift of good speech so that others will be impressed with me? Or am I praying for the gift of good speech so that um, I can communicate well and love others well? Like, what is the intention behind my prayer? Um, 
and Hannah is just yeah, it's just so beautiful because she's, you know, she's praying for the gift of a child because she sees the gift of a child, not to stop Panina from making fun of her necessarily. And it was I was also thinking about、um, King Solomon when I was reading this. You know, when God asks Solomon, "What what is it that you that you desire?" Solomon asks for wisdom.、Yeah. He doesn't ask、mm-hmm. for wisdom so that he can be. You know the wisest guy around, but he asks for wisdom <laughs> so that he can guide his people and love his people, and、um, yeah, like seeing everything as a gift from God and a gift for those, you know, those people around us. And you know, right now, our families, our friends, anyone who's who's with us in these these days, yeah, yeah. So, what's the purpose of my prayer? Um, why do I pray? Why do I open my heart in prayer? And Kitten, I love what you said, and I I just want to add to that that、um, we could say that perhaps Penina did push Anna to make that prayer with a heart full of desire for a child, but Hannah never did it because she wanted to、uh, be better than a Hanani. She never did it because she wanted to show her something. Yeah, she didn't have anything to show her. But we can say that、uh, Hannah used that pain that her enemy provoked to her through insults, through、uh, provocations, through bad words. She used that envy. Uh, to be lifted higher,、um, she used it to really reach out to the hand of God, and、uh, we know that the hand of God is more powerful to any than anything, and that's why God answered their prayer, and He gave her that child、um, that she really, really、uh, desired. Yeah, I that is that is so beautiful. She she turned you know something very difficult in her life, this very challenging, painful situation with Penina, and she turned it into yeah a beautiful prayer, and and it probably strengthened and deepened her relationship with the Lord so much more.、Yeah. Um, which is yeah again a perfect example for us in our relationship with God. We can. We can sit in a difficult moment by ourselves, or we can take that and bring it and bring it to God, and, and allow Him to love us, to comfort us, to be with us.、Um, yeah, in those moments.、Uh, yes, and, and I, Kathleen, and I just want to you to stop for a moment and think:、uh, How many times do I turn it back to God? How many times do I receive a blessing from God, and I, from God, and I manage it in a way that this blessing will glorify God and not myself? Or is it just for my glory? Is it just for myself? Is it just because I want to look better in front of others? Because I want to show them that I have this amazing gift. Look at me with this new car. Look at me with this new house. Or look at me with this new job. Do I do it because I want others to envy me? I want others to see me as someone that is doing really well in life, or do I do it because I want God to be glorified through the gift and the blessing that I've received? Hannah truly had a, a real, real surrender to God.、Um, she didn't even wait until. She received the blessing. 
but she was uh, already thanking God for what she received. Um, and we see that in verse 18, it says, then she went her way and ate something and her face was no longer downcast. She hadn't received the son yet because God hadn't told her, yes, Anna, you're going to receive the son. She wasn't pregnant yet, but only the fact that she had given her whole heart to God in that prayer was sufficient, was enough for her to be already thankful for the blessing she hadn't even received yet. And I wonder if sometimes we wait until we receive the blessing to thank God for it, or do we have the faith when we pray that God is going to answer us, that God is going to deliver us? It's beautiful, right? I love that. Yeah, I love that piece in verse 18. It's to me it's it's yeah, really complete surrender. She's you know, she's made her prayer to God. She's completely handed it over to him and she's able to to carry on her day and to actually experience a level of peace in her heart and in her life enough to to eat something to continue on her way. I love that it says her face was no longer downcast. Because, you know, whether God grants her prayer in the specific way she asked or not, she trusts that He has heard her, that He has listened to her, and that in His will, in His time, He will bless her and answer her. Yeah. Yes, it will give her peace. Even from the moment that she's asking for the blessing, she isn't there waiting for God to give her the peace. And so the blessing, she has already received it. She had already received it, and, and, and that, is, that is really beautiful, and that's striking to me. And in chapter 2, we, uh, we read the prayer of Hannah, which is so beautiful, and I think it's really worth sharing. So I'm going to ask Catherine to uh, read the prayer of Hannah for us. Okay, so this is um, the first 10 verses of First Samuel chapter 2. Then Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord, my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly or let your mouth speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. The boughs of warriors are broken, but those who stumbled are armed with strength. Those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who were hungry are hungry no more. She who was barren has borne seven children, but she who has had many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's, on them he has set the world. 
He will guard the feet of his faithful servants, but the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Wow. It's a very amazing prayer, Anna, and I love to hear it, and uh, especially to hear it with your beautiful voice, Caitlin. Thank you so much for this. Oh, thank you. This prayer today. And we pray this prayer with you. We pray that God will deliver his blessings to you. And uh, please don't wait for the blessing to arrive, to accept it with your heart full of faith. God is going to give it to you. You are going to receive it. Just know that God's timing is not always our timing. Maybe you expect to wait for that blessing for a week and God keeps you waiting for it for three years. But in that three years, you shouldn't be sad. You should be peaceful. You should be full of faith. You should be happy because you know that the blessing is going to arrive. It's just around the corner. And just like Hannah that was so loved by your husband and although she was fruitless and we know how much how important it was for a woman to actually have children, Hannah didn't have any and, and her husband loved her more than he loved the other wife who already had children. So be content with what you have in the moment while you wait for God to deliver his blessing to you. Kathleen and I really thank you so much, guys, for, for listening today, for tuning in. Um, we're very happy to, to make this episode for you. And we hope that this will bring you peace and this will bring you guidance. And this will help you to see things just from a, a slightly different perspective. So I really want to thank you again for, for joining us. Please subscribe on our YouTube channel, Seeds of Faith Podcast, and follow us on Instagram, Seeds of Faith Podcast. And also follow us on any of the um, platforms for podcasts. Um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, iTunes, and many more. And for any details, please message me or um send me uh, an SMS or just give me a call. I will be very happy to talk to you. Caitlin, thank you so much for uh, for saying yes to the grace, for being here with me this morning. I am really grateful to the Lord and I really want to thank you for um, for your amazing personality, for, for who you are and for what you've shared with us today. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you so much for inviting me, Francesca. It's been a joy and a gift to to pray with you and to yeah to discuss um how amazing our god is thank you yes absolutely thank you so much but this is all from us today guys um we can't wait to hear your comments um please feel free to share any feedback you have with us we'll be more than welcome to accept it and work on that thank you so much again and have a blessed day